What is going on, everyone? Jack Troy here. Welcome back and welcome to episode number six of the Young Prodigies podcast. Now, on this episode, I'm going to be talking about persuasion and more specifically, how to use persuasion to build a following. So what if I told you that I can break down exactly how to persuade anyone in just one sentence? Now, you'd probably be really confused with me, but here is that sentence. People will do anything for those who encourage their dreams, justify their failures, ally their fears, and confirm their suspicions while helping them throw rocks at their enemies. The first time I had ever heard that, it made such a huge impact on me that I wanted to remember it forever. So this was written by Blair Warren, who wrote the book One Sentence Persuasion Course, which I recommend to everybody. So that's the breakdown of it. But now I'm going to talk about you know, exactly the five different methods in more detail. So let's just jump into it. So to start things off, let's just start with encouraging their dreams. Now, as you become a leader, it's extremely important that you first understand your audience's dreams and then encourage them with the new opportunity or offer that you're creating for them. In a previous episode, I talked about how when you're raised as a kid from zero to seven years old, whatever you're told, you start to believe is the truth for real life. Now, I explained how parents often discourage their children's dreams by telling them it's for their own good or be realistic or you're not good enough and so on. This is exactly why as a leader, you're going to reinforce the dreams and enthusiasm that those people were deprived of when they were a kid. Now, don't think that because they were taught those things as a kid that they won't even believe when you when you come to them and tell them that their previous thoughts and dreams were actually really possible because that belief was so drilled into their heads, they haven't forgot about it. They just need someone to come in and reinforce that they were right and then encourage them on it to take action. When this happens, who do you think has more power, the parents or the strangers? Well, if you thought of the strangers, then you were right. Because there are people on Instagram and there are celebrities who focus most of their careers around helping to motivate people because their market is anybody who was put down as a child and wants to continue on their dreams. When it comes down to it, your gut is telling you what is right and it's also reinforcing your journey which will help also reinforce your natural instinct and then it'll have the people do whatever it takes and then make any sacrifice to continue on their journey. Now, the next way is by justifying their failures. Most people who end up following you have become followers and fans towards other people and have tried to make a change, so you will not be the first person that they will go to to learn from. When they come to you for whatever reason, they did not get the information or their needs met from any prior encounters. So they're watching and listening to you because they have tons of previous failures and want to find the right way to see success in whichever journey they're on. So it's extremely important that you take the blame for all their past failures and place on all the old opportunities and people that they followed in the past. And in this way, it'll open them to be willing to try the new opportunities that you are providing for them. And I like to use examples, so I'll think of one right now. Let's say Dr. Phil, right? Millions of people go and cheer Dr. Phil on as he tells people to accept the responsibility for their mistakes. Now, while this is the real way of looking about it, millions of people are looking for someone to take the responsibility off their shoulders and to tell them that they are not responsible for what their circumstances are in life. Now, while accepting responsibility is key for gaining control of someone's own life, by assuring others that they are not responsible is essential for gaining influence over theirs. Now, 
you don't need to look any further than politics to see exactly how this powerful game is played at its best. Now, this really brings me to my next method, which is by allying their fears. And when I say to ally, it means to diminish or basically just put to rest. If you their fear sort of hope, you may not realize it, but those people will literally follow you to the end of Earth and back. Now, when we become afraid, it's really almost impossible to concentrate on anything else. And I know I have a lot of trouble with this because let's say I have a presentation the next day in school. It's really hard for me to focus on what I really care about, which is my podcast and my digital marketing agency, as well as my goals overall. So what do we do when someone is afraid and we want to get their attention? If you were to ask anyone, they would probably tell you that they would tell the person everything's okay and expect that to do the trick. Guess what? It doesn't work. Now, what most people end up doing is they go and expect that they solve the person's problem while the person before us fades further away. But there are some people who do this. They pay special attention to our fears. They tell us not to be afraid, but they also work with us until our fear subsides. And then what they do is the evidence. They offer support. They tell stories, but they do not tell us how to feel and then expect us to feel a certain way. So when you're afraid, which type of person do you prefer to be with? Someone who couldn't care any less and expects you know, those few words to do the trick or someone who cares for what you're feeling and your goals and then they work with you until they diminish the fears that you are experiencing. Now that actually brings me into my next method, which is by confirming their suspicions. This is another way to draw people towards you as a leader. Now, your current audience, as well as the audience you will start to accumulate, no matter what, is already suspicious of you and other people who are in your market, whether that be e-commerce, digital marketing, cryptocurrency, personal branding, etc. They already have suspicions. Now, they want to believe that change is possible, but they are skeptical about making that leap forward. So when you're able to create and confirm in a story that you had suspicions that were similar to theirs, and then you describe how you overcame them, it becomes an instant bond and they will want to listen to everything you have to say. So as humans, one of our favorite things to say is I knew it, right? There's nothing, absolutely nothing like having our suspicions confirmed. So when another person confirms something that we suspect or we had a suspicion of, we not only feel like a, a surge of superiority, we also feel almost attracted to the one who helped make that surge come about. Now, I'm going to use an example here and it might not be in the best interest of everybody, but it's the best example of this. Now, Hitler, you, you know, he confirmed the suspicions of many of the Germans about the cause of their troubles and then drew them further into this power by doing so. And that's exactly why cults are often created, because they confirm the suspicions of their members by telling them that their families are out to sabotage them. It's a simple thing to confirm a suspicion of those who are desperate to believe in them. And actually, I'll throw another one in here, and it's actually really funny, and it's exactly why flat earthers are a thing, right? It's laughable to all of us, but they believe that they have a superior knowledge about the universe than all the other people on earth because the leaders of those groups confirmed the suspicions of those who had believed the earth was flat but was told it wasn't. Now, those people are absolutely dedicated to that group and that lifestyle as well as the belief. Now, as you can see by the examples I gave in that last one, the people in those groups are absolutely dedicated to that lifestyle as well as the belief. Now, I know that was a short one, but this next one, and actually the last one, is the most important as well as has the most impact, which is throwing rocks at their enemies. Now, one of the 
biggest keys to growing your following is creating sort of an us versus them within your community of followers and your brand. So you need to take a stand for what you believe in as well as why you're different and who you're collectively fighting against. You know, why is your movement better than other alternatives? Ask yourself that question. Nothing bonds like having a common enemy. Now, some understand this and utilize it, but those who don't understand it and or worse understand it but refuse to address it and use it are throwing away one of the most effective ways of connecting with others. I don't care what you may think of this, no matter what, rest assured that people have enemies. It has been said that everyone you meet is engaged in a great struggle. Now, the thing they are struggling with is their enemy. Whether it is another individual or a group, an illness, a setback, uh, or a rival philosophy, or maybe even a religion or whatever, when someone is in a struggle, they're looking for others to join them, and those who join them become more than friends. They become instant partners. Now, that's exactly why some of the greatest minds on earth have even explained how the only thing that will unite all the countries and cause all religions, races, and put all their differences aside is by having a common enemy. And that common enemy, they believe to be aliens. And it's exactly why a lot of people think that people are not going to come together anytime soon. Now, I want you to think of a time that let's say you met someone and you you sort of built a relationship, but not a good one. And then something happened, you got into a fight and then you hated each other, but you were with each other again at some point and something happened that affected both of you in 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 a negative way. And then you automatically bonded, put your differences aside and worked as if you've always been best friends with each other to fight against whatever that struggle may be. You know, if you would, you know, if you would word it like that, I bet you can think of multiple times this has happened. Now, that's really what I wanted to cover in this episode, and I think I did so really well. And I want you guys to remember and understand these methods because these are the ways that you are going to be building a following that supports you tremendously and cares for what you have to say so you can build a movement and make a huge impact on the world. I want you guys to go and find, like, quote-unquote, a movement and just quickly take a look and see if they're doing any of these five things. And I guarantee that they're utilizing all five of them. And if they're not... Shoot me a DM and tell me who it is and tell me what um, what method that they're not implementing because it's actually kind of interesting for me to see because usually it takes all five. But they all might be using different strategies and it may be a little difficult. So you know, if you bother to, please hit me up. And if you haven't already written them down, I'm going to just go recap really quickly on the five methods. So here they are. So number one is encourage their dreams. Number two, justify their failures. Number three, ally their fears, destroy their fears. Number four, confirm their suspicions. And number five, help them throw rocks at their enemies because nothing bonds like having a common enemy. But with that being said, that will wrap this episode. I want to thank you guys for listening. If you haven't already, share this with someone who you know will get value from this. Drop a review on iTunes or from wherever you're listening and subscribe if you have not already. And I will see you guys in episode seven.